Welcome, fellow lighting nerds and friends, to The Light Files, the lighting industry's podcast, powered by the Lighting Showroom Association and hosted by me, Lisa Bartlett. Thank you for tuning in again um, this week. I appreciate you all so much. Um, I always really, really just love uh, recording these episodes, even if sometimes... um, it takes a lot of effort. <laughs> uh, that's what we're here for. I love, uh, I love doing it and I love hearing from y'all and engaging with you. So thank you so much for tuning in yet again. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcast player and tell a friend, um, because the more we engage with one another, the more we learn, the better we become. Join the Illuminati Light Files Facebook group. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for being here. So we are, uh, by the time this airs, we are going to be two weeks post uh, June Lightovation in Dallas. Um, and I wanted to give you just some two cents on what I saw, what I was working on, th- things. Because <laughs> there's a lot going on right now, some of which I haven't been able to share with y'all in a general sense. So I'm going to do some of that today. So stay tuned. It's all very exciting. So first off, uh, for a June lightovation it seemed like uh, opinions were mixed on whether it was well attended or sparsely attended. I will say I saw a lot of people um, from Canada and northern uh, climates <laughs> who I haven't seen in a very long time. So that was really great to see so much attendance from them back at market. Um, as you'll learn on this podcast episode, I, um, was highly involved with things other than the business of being a buyer for pace lighting at this market. So, um, yes, that kind of colors my opinion of of how the market went, but I will say it did sort of seem kind of typical June, right? So if you weren't there, but have come to June markets in the past, Um, It was just typical. It wasn't crowded at all, um, but it wasn't dead um, as it was uh, sometimes in the past few years during COVID. So it was just kind of like, I'll call it middle of the road. One thing, now I will disclose, I came into market on Tuesday and we left Dallas on Saturday morning first thing. So the last full day I was at market was on that Friday. I will say on that Friday, Um, I was wrapped up in a lot of things, but I did not see as much designer traffic as I think I would normally see on a Friday or Friday afternoon. I'm not sure what happened on Saturday. Maybe more of the local designer traffic came through on Saturday and I wasn't at market for that. Um, But that was sort of down in a way that doesn't, in my estimation, in a way that doesn't bother me at all. Um, so that was fine. Um, but it was good to see everybody. Most everyone was in attendance, uh, as per usual. Um, there were a lot of, you know, little informal gatherings and just, it was just a great reconnection time, um, because it wasn't a January market where everyone is just wildly crazy. It was just a great solid June market. It's just my, Uh, two cents on what I saw and witnessed while I was there. Um, So that was great. I, again, can't speak much to new product introductions or 
um, what was uh, shown in that regard because I almost did no buying um, at all for pace lighting. Not like, um, I don't mean like we just didn't write any POs or anything, but I mean we didn't, I didn't even personally uh, visit showrooms with that hat on. I've mostly visited showrooms with my lighting showroom association hat on, which is what I'm going to tell you about now. <laughs> and because of that, I just don't have a good perspective for y'all this time on product and offerings and whatnot. But um, I just have to say from talking to my colleague uh, who did do the buying portion for pace lighting, it seemed pretty standard for a June add-ons, minimal introductions, some interesting programs, but you know, nothing terribly earth shattering. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that um, January market orders are still trickling in for most of us because um, that is still an ongoing issue. But if you want to hear about what I was working on at market, and let me tell y'all, I'm genuinely excited about uh, this program from the LSA that we're working on. Uh, I'm going to say up front that I, it's not a absolutely done deal. But if what I'm telling you, if you're a showroom, if you're a manufacturer, if you're a sales agent, if what I'm telling you sounds interesting, intriguing at all, you need to go to your best manufacturer partners and tell them that you want this service. It all kind of hinges on our relationships uh, and what we can do as an industry together. So the program that the Lighting Showroom Association has been diligently working on to bring to market is an augmented reality tool for the entire lighting and fan industry. So those of you that have shopped this way, you know what augmented reality is. But um, for those of you that maybe haven't, if you go on Wayfair or Amazon or any number of national branded websites, you will see on some product pages the ability to view this product in my room before you purchase it. And that view in my room tool is augmented reality. Um, and it's super handy for a lot of great reasons. Um, it allows a customer to feel more confident about their purchase before they make it, um, therefore uh, saving on remorse returns. It allows a customer to confirm that the finished choice is what they intended it to be for their space. There's a lot of great tools to augmented reality that I could go on and on about, but basically the bottom line is it allows us to sell better, faster, more effectively, and more efficiently. And this doesn't necessarily have to be something that is just on in an online shopping world. Uh, a lot of the benefit I see of this augmented reality program is inside our showrooms themselves. It's just a really great tool to be able to show a customer a product that maybe you don't have on display or a version of it. It is just, um, it's really remarkable. And I'll be honest, the technology in augmented reality wasn't amazing even just a few years ago, but it has come leaps, leaps and leaps and bounds in the past few years. And now it's like a viable product that it actually functions the way you would want it to. It, things render the way they're supposed to. You know, these are all image files that we're, you know, dropping into to a space in someone's home. Um, so it's it's not like it's um, 
a picture, but it is really great quality. The renderings that we're able to produce really very accurately look like the fixtures they are made to represent. We even have it set up so that when customers work on this with ceiling fans, the ceiling fan can rotate, <laughs> which is just kind of awesome. <laughs> like if you're doing augmented reality for a ceiling fan, it's not just a static image. The image itself uh, has a rotating appearance, just like a ceiling fan would in real life. It's really, really amazing. So the Lighting Showroom Association has partnered with a company that specializes in this technology across many industries on the internet. And uh, we have been able to devise a program where we can bring this product to the entire lighting and ceiling fan uh, industry. And it's one of those things with like a lot of technology where economies of scale really can work in our favor by coming at this as an entire group. So it's like a joint initiative for the lighting and fan industry that can benefit us all. And I think it has been something that we've not always been amazing at doing at the, in our industry, but when we do collectively pull together to address issues and topics and concerns, we actually can be very powerful and strong and make a lot of great things happen. Um, you can probably see this most identifiably with the ALA's government affairs work. That is a whole industry-wide initiative that uh, is actually fairly successful at at least getting our viewpoint expressed and acknowledged and heard. Um, it, as with anything in politics, it doesn't necessarily mean that we get the res exact result we're looking for, but we have been very effective as an industry in that avenue about making sure what is important to us is being translated to our legislators, and that's really key. So there are instances where our industry can come together for the greater good and really make some awesome things happen. And I have to tell you, this is a real cornerstone of the Lighting Showroom Association and what we're trying to do. It has long been a part of our uh, the way we speak about our organization, that our industry is stronger together. Now, of course, this is America and North America, and we fully expect everyone to do, you know, their business model, their strategy, their whatever that benefits them. But there are definitely, definitely ways that we can work together that doesn't like undercut one another, but genuinely makes our entire industry stronger and better. And this program that we're bringing to market of augmented reality is just something that makes us all stronger and better. I can't tell you how many times over the course of being uh, in charge of the LSA, I've heard people say the problem with our industry, and y'all know I take a little umbrage to what I'm about to say, but I will, hear, I will hear on repeat that a lot of the problem with our industry is showrooms who aren't innovating, who aren't evolving, who aren't changing with the times. And sure, I get it. There's some people that are still, you know, writing orders on pen and paper. Like I get it. There's definitely evolution to be done. But there's also a point at which someone has to realize that a lot of independent lighting showrooms are very small businesses with limited budgets and our margins are capped. So there's only so much, you know, you can only have so much profit when your margins can only go up to point A. So 
there's just a lot of constraints on what we do in independent lighting showrooms. And if we can come together as an industry to find ways to make that individual store, all of these individual businesses elevate by doing something on economies of scale, well, it's sort of a no-brainer for me. And that's what this augmented reality program is. The LSA already has partnerships with Lights America and ExoLogic. So showrooms are listening. If we can get this to launch, your Exo Lights powered website, your Lights America powered website. If you're a member of the Lighting Showroom Association, as soon as this launches, you will have the tools of augmented reality previously only done by big behemoth companies like Wayfair and Amazon. You will have that tool on your own website for your salespeople to use, for your customers to use, to increase your sales and to reduce your returns at a minimum. And there's going to be all sorts of other benefits about customer satisfaction of like, oh, I just went to this local business, but I got to have this great experience that truly would be cost prohibitive for us to do most of us showrooms on an individual basis. Now the showrooms that have like a national national presence, nationwide brands. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, they're able to do, to do some of this more <laughs> than like my little lighting showroom can, but there's so much opportunity here, but it does mean we have to all kind of like drop our guards a bit and come together as an industry. And I'm going to be real honest. There is a, an, uh, an expense to a program like this. Now, have we been able to bring the expenses down by doing this as an industry-wide initiative? Absolutely. Does that mean there is no cost at all? Absolutely not. And we at the LSA have really asked manufacturers to step up and be able to support this program for our showroom members And, um, it's no small chunk to them. Like it's definitely, uh, money that you want to stop and think about before you start spending. So I would really encourage any showroom or sales agent listening to this. That's just like, yes, this is the tool that we need, or maybe not the tool we need, but a really great enhancement to how we operate our businesses. So you need to go back to your closest manufacturer partners and say, hey, I know you've been talked to about this, but uh, it would be really amazing if we could make this happen. Because in the sense of manufacturers deciding to spend this money or not, it's really going to come down to their customers and how they think about it. And will these tools be useful to them? So I definitely encourage those kinds of conversations or come talk to me about some of the ins and outs to decide if you want to have those conversations. I would be delighted to fill in the blanks, any of them that you have. Um, and the other great thing for manufacturers, even though we're asking for, for uh, support from them on this program, is manufacturers will also be able to use this this branding, these tools on their own non-distribution websites, which is a really great opportunity for them to build their brands I think it's something that many of us in the industry acknowledge that there are very few strong, solid, like brand names in lighting. And I think that's something that many of us would like to see changed. Like (laughs) I want people coming into my store because they have to buy brand X just the way they might go to the Ferguson's across the street from me and say, I have to have the Viking range. 
Um, okay, sure, we can make that happen. <laughs> you know, so we really want to build that kind of brand awareness and brand loyalty. And this is just a really great tool at doing that. I have to say, this has been quite a process, this program. I'm super excited about it. Um, I believe it absolutely will happen. It is innovative. It is energizing. It is uh, just something that really gets me excited to get in the showroom and see this being used and watch how my sales team is able to better close sales and to do it quicker, you know? Like, I'm really really energized about it. But when, when we first started talking about this program, I was scared. (laughs) I was like, I don't know, how are we going to bring all of these various parties together to launch this program? And y'all, this is really what I'm calling on you as an entire industry to really think about that. Like really think about are we doing enough as an industry to support one another and to sh- ensure our long-term success? No manufacturer can do this with just one distribution channel. No more than a showroom can do this with just one manufacturer partner. We have to be bigger minded. We have to think of the bigger picture and how do we continue to sustain ourselves for the really long term. It's not just a one shot thing. We have to really think about this together. Like what are things that we can do as an industry that doesn't harm us individually, but lifts us all up. And I believe this program is just one of the things we can do. You will not be surprised to learn that the Lighting Showroom Association has other ideas (laughs) of programs like this that can benefit our entire industry. And I challenge you all to have the courage to try something new. Have the courage to try something new and don't be afraid if it fails. Because we're not going to know right away everything succeeding, failing, whatever. I read a, um, a quote recently that said, you're not failing, you're just in the middle of succeeding. So when you do something like this, when you have a big initiative, when you have a big program going on, it can feel like, oh, I just don't know, is this worth it? Is it not worth it? But there's no way to know until you commit to it, to you invest in it, until you can identify like, yes, this is a good idea. And yes, it is worth investing time, money, energy, effort into helping it succeed because it only makes us all stronger and better. And that's something you just can't like snap your fingers tomorrow and know yes or no, like, yes, that worked. No, it didn't. It's a process. And, um, I think a lot of things in life are a process and you learn as you go and you can kind of figure out along the way if this is success or not, but, um, it is hard to tell when you're in the weeds, right? But if you keep plugging away at it and trying and trying to come up with new concepts and ideas, really amazing things can happen. And when you're in the middle of it, it's hard to see. So if we keep going, if we keep working, if we keep motivated, we can make really amazing things happen for this industry. But again, I 
it is a challenge to us all to not be small-minded, to not just think of ourselves, but to think of the bigger industry as a whole, because a program like this will have a lot of individual benefit. There are a lot of amazing ways this technology can be used in any, oh my gosh, so many imaginable ways that a company can take these tools that they're going to be working with the LSA on and turn them into just really amazing things in their, in support of their own brand, in support of their own customer engagement. There's so much you can do with this, but it does require that we set aside, you know, whatever personal differences set aside the fact that so many of us are competitors with one another and really think, is this something that we understand will drive value to the businesses, to the products that we offer? And I believe if you really sit and think with it for a minute, it is very clear that a tool like this would be so beneficial in our industry. We would be truly leading the home goods industry if we were to put a program together like this. And I bet the plumbing association, <laughs> the flooring association, all the other ones would be so thrilled to learn about this, that they will be following in our footsteps. And I challenge us all as an industry to take this leap, to know that we have got an amazing thing going on in our industry. We are such a connected network of people. And let's take that connection to the next level and bring a program like this to our showrooms, to our manufacturers, to our sales agents who may also have an EXO or Lights America powered website. This will be on your website too. It's just a really great tool. And I'm so delighted about it. And I got to spend a lot of time at market talking about it, <laughs> which is why I'm very passionate. But I think it's a great program. The company we're working with is really great. They have been incredibly supportive and understanding while we try to launch this. And um, it has just been truly a joy. So this is my uh, encouragement to us all to not be afraid to try something new. Let's step outside the box. Let's give it a shot. Even if we give it a shot as an industry for 12 months, what's the worst that could happen? Okay, we tried it. It didn't turn out to be everything we thought it would, but we gave it a shot and it will be proof that when we pull together, we can make amazing things happen. And that's what gets me so excited. It's what motivates me to go to work every day, not just for my own personal business, for the Lighting Showroom Association and our entire industry. It's just beloved to me. And I, um, just, I, I just enjoy the heck out of it. So come at me, <laughs> uh, message me on Instagram, send me an email. If you're somebody that just wants some more information, now that you've heard about this, I'm happy to oblige. I'm happy to get on the phone. I'm happy to send emails, whatever it is you need. Um, but if you're a showroom and if you've listened to this and you thought this is a tool I need in my store, um, join the LSA if you're not already a member and let your manufacturer partners know that this is something that you believe would really move the needle for you and that will help us all sell more, sell faster, sell better and reduce returns because that only benefits every single one of us in this distribution world that we live in. Thank you so much, everyone. Thanks for listening this week and I will talk to you next time. Take care.